0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 496 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Corey. And today's topic is going to be the newly released game Eastward, which we've been both playing. Corey, do you know if it's... Is it only on Nintendo Switch for now? PC. Okay, you're playing on PC, because I am playing on the Nintendo Switch. No, I'm playing on Switch,
1: but I I know it's on PC as well.
0: Oh, gotcha. Um, Yeah, it's kind of the, like, Earthbound... I guess, is, is how it's labeling itself, the Earthbound of of this generation. So uh, definitely, definitely can see the influences there. But that's going to be our main topic. Do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode?
1: No, I think that's all the only thing new that I played.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about New World because I've been playing New World too. Um, oh, nice. I, yeah, actually starting, I think, did I start last night or the night before? I don't know, but I played a little bit early this morning too. Um, and I'm, I'm rather enjoying that so far. So I'll talk a little bit more about that. I know I talked about the beta a little bit, but, uh, I've gotten further now in my game than I, than I got in the beta. So I'll have a little more, little more experience with it. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, so Eastward, Corey, I I'm interested to know, cause I didn't hear this, but what was it about Eastward that, that caught your eye initially?
1: It showed up in my steam um for you recommended for you uh recommended q or whatever Mm -hmm. um and then i saw the chucklefish name and that chucklefish games have always kind of intrigued me um and then i saw that it was like earthbounds very heavily inspired by earthbound and uh you know 16-bit rpgs checked all the boxes for me and it reviewed well which is um always what Piques my interest most when I'm looking at games on on Steam. I'm always looking for that very positive or overwhelmingly positive um, scores because that really has never steered me wrong when it comes to the quality of a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could your anything that reviews really well is going to be good. Um, I, I feel like sometimes games are lowballed and you might miss those, but that's. Uh, you know that's yep. more of a Steam issue than anything. But yeah, anything that reviews that well is is going to be good. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, for me, I feel like I saw it on a Nintendo like Indie Direct type of thing, and it caught my eye then. And then I forgot about it. And then seeing some of the artwork and graphics from it, uh, you know, shortly before release, I was like, this, this looks like something I'm interested in. And then like you hearing the positive talk about it both amongst games media and, and, uh, also like, uh, gamers on Instagram that I follow, you know, who are like normal people. Uh, they also talked very highly about it too. So that was kind of what sold me on it. And then, and then you talking about it and how good it was, um, mm-hmm. the time that you played it, uh, was, was the kind of third kicker that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy this game and play it. So
1: yeah, and I, going all the way back to like the Starbound days and then uh, Wargroove was also Chucklefish, right?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, those were two games right there that um, Starbound didn't really hit home for me, but that was another game that they did that really piqued my interest and I did play it quite a bit. Um, and then Wargroove. So I knew, I knew there was something there um, regardless of everything else that I was seeing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, as far as the way the game plays it's kind of like an action adventure rpg type of game uh it plays like the old zelda games like Hmm. uh like a link to the past uh comes to mind as as far as gameplay obviously it's very much updated um the sort of protagonist of the of the game carries a cast iron pan for his weapon instead of instead of a sword or anything but there's there's bombs uh you eventually do get a like shotgun type of type of gun in the game um and there's a little bit of party switching between between the two uh between your character and and the main character and another character i can't really tell who's the protagonist yet i don't know if you get that sense yet Corey.
1: yeah well you have john who is the the guy the the silent protagonist protagonist. strong type he fancies himself a mario or uh a... his cloud didn't speak in final fantasy 7 did he uh
0: no i don't believe he yeah. did
1: uh he fancies himself a, a jrpg protagonist so yeah. he doesn't talk at all um and then there's sam uh who is the younger girl and you're right i can't tell who the protagonist is he seems to be uh her caretaker for lack of a better word oh. uh and they make for a good a good tandem a, a joel and uh ellie if you will yeah, uh, wandering the dystopic uh, underworld before they before they get out. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, speaking of influences, actually, I wanted to talk about all the different influences, at least that I picked up on in this game. And, uh, you know, even though it's, it seems to be influenced by the games that I'm going to be talking about, it does a great job of sort of forging its own identity. It doesn't feel like it's ripping anything off, you know? Right. It yeah. definitely feels like its own thing, but I picked up on some Undertale. Felt, felt a little bit like undertale especially at the beginning of the game uh, the whole underground start of the game uh, felt like undertale I picked up on a little bit of Celeste I don't know if you came across any celeste vibes Corey? a little
1: bit yeah I didn't think of that till you said that but yeah that makes sense um
0: yeah. with with the uh, Sam and and what's going on with her uh, made me think of Celeste uh some of the I don't know if you got outside of the tunnel yet Corey yes yep Okay. Um. Did you go on the rafts?
1: No, I haven't gotten that.
0: Far okay. Yet. Some of the raft stuff makes me think of, made me think of the uh, raft scene in Final Fantasy six. Okay. So uh, yeah. And, and, and earthbound, you know, with the, with the sense of humor that, that earthbound has uh, definitely has some of that. It's got some really interesting characters in the game, like, like an earthbound or uh, undertale. So. Yep. Good stuff there
1: yeah i i agree um the the animation style i think too uh i don't know i I think it would be anime influenced wouldn't you i mean not obviously not the actual 16-bit part of it but the cinematics that they cut to yes the Um, cinematics are very
0: much anime cut out yep your microphone just switched Back okay, to normal. Okay. Good.
1: Sorry about that. Um I forget the name of the developer, but I think they're like are they like Korean or something like that?
0: Oh, I don't know. I never I never really looked into it. Which is something I usually like to do. Uh, I but I it's was surprised. It's an extremely it's a very unique art style. I really can't think of anything similar. It reminded me actually of a little bit of the graphics remind me of some of the early PlayStation RPGs um that's kind of what the art style looks like to me like uh, uh I'm trying to think of like uh, I want to say Beyond the Beyond but I don't know if that's that's what I'm thinking of but some of the early still 2D PlayStation RPGs it reminded me a lot of those
1: oh yeah that's a good um yeah I can't none are coming to mind at the moment but yeah, yeah that's a good comparison.
0: I know I know I played games like those I just can't think of what what they were but
1: and i really like the um the way they take the the 16-bit uh engine or whatever you want to call it but like really modernize it and add all those neat little animations and lighting and all that kind of stuff i mean we saw that in a game like octopath yeah traveler did a really good job of that but um as i was playing it kind of reminded me of of playing the old you know super nintendo rpgs where there was no voiceover or anything like that And it made me really appreciate how much your mind fills in the blanks and you have, um, you know, your, your own creative vision of what in the game world. My microphone keeps cutting out. I'm sorry. That's right.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, Corey. Um, it's, it's something that we don't get a lot of nowadays because everything, everything is, is fully fleshed out and voiced and, yeah, you're not produced. Yeah, exactly. Which is, it's fine in its own way, but we grew up playing games more like this where you fill in the blanks a little bit. I mean, some of our favorite characters were from Final Fantasy VI. They, you know, yep. no no voices. Um, yep. pic- pixelated characters, you know. it's
1: Yeah, you can't see faces or anything like right. that. But yeah, they all
0: had, just... they, they were all great characters and had great personalities and, it, you know. harkens Harkens me back a little bit.
1: Definitely. What did you think of the game within the game, the Earthborn arcade?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, Earth, it's 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 called Earthborn, and that was really cool. I I've, I've played a little bit of that, so I played. There's a part in the beginning of the game where you, um, I, I like towards the end. I think in doing the like final boss fight, uh, but then if you go back to the Earthborn arcade machine, you start the game like back from the beginning. And I played maybe like 30 minutes of that too. Cause that, that reminds me of like uh uh Dragon Warrior, like the OG Dragon yeah. Warrior on Nintendo. It's very yeah. much like that, but it has some of some of the more modern modern stuff to it. Um I I I, I only played it once, so I, I hope it saved my progress because I had gone up a few levels, I had done a little grinding and a little exploring, I don't know if it saved my progress, because I I haven't gone in a second time, Uh, but there's a lot of other tie-ins from that game into the world, there's like figures that you can collect uh, from that, there's, um, I don't know if they have any like effect in the game or not, but it it is a whole like side story in addition to
1: uh, Eastward
0: itself, you know.
1: Yeah, I it it should have saved your progress, Dan. Um, okay. I did have an issue with that where I lost like a little bit of time one time when I went back, but there's no like clear option to save your game and continue yeah. or anything. But I do like how they make your character buy a memory card before you can actually play it. Yeah. Um, which just kind of makes sense because if you're playing this game at different terminals throughout the game world, you know you have to have something portable to to transmit it on. But again, yep. there's another nod to like uh, retro gaming the idea of a memory card um which i don't know if that's even still a thing but i'm sure it probably is now that i think about it so um another thing i wanted to touch on and uh, sorry if i'm jumping the gun on you a little bit but nope. i thought i was one thing that i didn't really like about the game and in full disclosure i do i do really like it um i'm i'm curious to see where it goes because i did find myself a little burned out doing some of the initial like underworld dungeons i just thought they were not very clever um a little bit oversimplified puzzles that like the conclude the solution was very obvious and it was just like a matter of um walking you know the right distance uh which when you can take one glance at a puzzle and figure it out it's not much of a puzzle you know it's just an annoying obstacle sure um so that was one thing i didn't really care for i just didn't think the the dungeon design was very inspired um, but to be fair, I am early in the game and arguably have only gone through one dungeon. so maybe they're a little bit different. but um, I did like how the ability to switch between characters offers a little bit more uh, in terms of in terms of creating that, that dungeon design because you're using two char- like odd world. you're using like two characters to get through puzzles at times. Yep. Where they have to work in tandem and do different things uh, in order to advance through the, through the dungeon. So that was cool. I'm curious to see how much more of that there is. Um, because that would separate it from some of those other games of that time. Because I don't think any 16-bit RPGs did that. Um, although <laughs> Final Fantasy VI did, when you do the uh, the party split up, yeah, um, yeah. a little bit similar. We had to step on switches and stuff in order to open the path for your other parties.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. I would I would have to say that it's probably my least part least favorite part of the game is the the like dungeoneering. Uh, not th- not th- not that it's bad but like you said maybe maybe a little bit uninspired it might be a better yeah. word um it uh, it does get a little bit better but still it's probably probably my least favorite favorite part of the game so far yeah um so
1: well and just to set up the story because i was talking about the underworld the the i, I might have missed something at the beginning or something because i'm not really sure where sam the young girl came from but i think if the opening cinematic of the game is she's like in a, like a cryogenic chamber or something like that. Right. Like suspended in a chamber.
0: Yeah. She gets discovered. Okay. By Yeah. So
1: there's all these characters living in this underworld called sanctuary, I think, um, because they believe that there's like the end of the world is going on at the surface. Yeah. I really found out where that there was
0: like a, there was like an apocalypse and that's just like almost like a vault from fallout. Okay. There's these people living in their within their own self-contained community and not really venturing out at all into the outside world, especially. But, um, yeah, it's, it's Fallout vibes there. Definitely.
1: And the uh, the Ruthless Mayor sort of keeps Ruthless Mayor is, I guess, you know, there's a nod to Earthbound there. That sounds that sounds like a very Earthboundy thing. But yeah. uh, the mayor of this. Um, I forget the name Potcroc Isle, I think, is what they're. Yep location is called the mayor of pot isle sort of keeps everybody there through fear. Um, you know, you can't go to the surface. It's terrible up there, yada, yada, yada. It's not clear to me whether he knows what it's actually like on the surface or if he doesn't. And, um, just wants
0: to maintain power.
1: Yeah. It's not really clear to me, but, uh, yeah, the, the two protagonists, um, do end up being exiled and sent to the surface only to discover that it is beautiful, green, green grass and blue skies. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the story is pretty unique. Um, I won't say I'm in love with it yet, just because I don't think I've unfurled all those tendrils to see where it's going to go yet. But um, I think it's very unique enough to, to keep me interested. And I really do like the John-Sam uh, dynamic. I used Joel and Ellie uh, as an example that might, might be her hyperbole, but um, I do like their, their pairing. Because Sam's very talkative and animated and John obviously doesn't say anything, so he yep. doesn't show much emotion at all. Uh the strong silent type.
0: Yeah. Did you come across the unexploded bomb in Potcrock Isle?
1: No, I don't think I did. Yeah,
0: there's there's a it, it there's very a lot of hidden places in the game, and it was uh so if you were headed up towards like where from where John and Sam's trailer was, if you were headed up, instead mm-hmm. of going up to go to the other part of the place, if you went around the left, and in a tunnel over on the left there was um, an unexploded bomb, like in uh, Megaton in in Megaton. Fallout Three, and then uh, on the other side of that was a like a graveyard with the with the Gravekeeper, uh, which was really cool.
1: Okay, yeah, I must have missed that. Yeah. Um, one, you you mentioned how there's a lot of hidden places one thing I like that they do that's pretty clever is they have like a treasure finder mm-hmm. um, part of your person that dings if you're near a treasure chest uh, you have to get kind of close so it's not like you're always gonna find every treasure you kind of have to be near it in order for the the treasure finder to ding at you um, but I think that's just like a nice touch because some of those are some of those hidden paths are pretty hard to find without that um, ding you wouldn't know to be looking for it
0: yep. Agreed. Uh, it also has a it has a cooking system for healing yourself, similar to very similar to Breath of the Wild. Uh, you put your ingredients in a pot, hit, hit cook, and it'll come out with something. Uh, if you cook the right ingredients with the right spices, it gives you the bonus hearts, a la Breath of the Wild. Too, yeah, one so. thing
1: I like about the the cooking mechanic is when you're cooking, it does like a little. You choose your ingredients, and then it does like a little slot machine. Um, and if you get, you know, three items in a row or even two items in a row, then it improves the quality of your, your cooking. I, I like that um, yep. little element of chance in all of my games.
0: Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Uh, so any other thoughts on Eastward?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, I, I think if you appreciate all the games that we talked about, it's definitely a game worth playing. I would say the current review scores of like seven and a half to eight is pretty fair. Yeah. Um, I, I'm definitely going to keep playing it. I, it's a perfect game for the Switch. Um, but other than that, if, if if you're into the dystopic setting too, I guess you might like it. Um, but I'm trying to think of who else it would be for. Definitely people who like those retro RPGs and, and people yeah. who appreciated them back in the day. But um, I don't know. It's kind of a, a niche game, I would say. I, I can't imagine today's Fortnite, Call of Duty... <laughs> uh overwatch crowd would really be into a game like this but yeah um you know everybody has different tastes so
0: sure yeah totally agree yeah I'm, I'm really liking it so far uh i would probably get uh i i should say i'm only about 10 hours i think it's takes like 40 to beat it i think i looked up the how long um, to beat and it's close to 40
1: i was thinking dan it was 17 that's oh, why you really? said 10 hours and i'm like i think you might have almost beaten it uh, let me look really it, quick.
0: it doesn't feel like i've almost beaten it that's for sure
1: maybe when i looked it was like really early before more people had checked in sure eastward main story 17 and a half hours main really? plus extra 22 hours completion is 27 and a half oh okay so
0: maybe i'm closer than i thought yeah I, it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm close to the end i maybe halfway i could see halfway
1: Yeah, median average time 1746, rush 16 hours, 16 minutes. Okay, on eight playthroughs.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, that's good because I have a new game coming out on Friday. So, what do you got? Metroid Dread.
1: Oh, don't know anything about that one.
0: (laughs) Oh, you don't know about Metroid Dread? no metroid dread is the it's the brand new uh metroid game but it's a it's a side scroller like the old ones but with it modernized
1: so that's a big deal and i oh yeah that totally a, uh flew under my radar
0: it's a huge deal i've i've been ask will if he's gonna get it because he likes uh that type of game so much you know the the rogue like side scrolling yeah. platformer game
1: i thought will was gonna be here today he uh flaked out
0: i don't know I don't know if we confirmed early enough that he, for him to be on. Ho- hopefully uh, next yeah. week though. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that comes out on Friday. We'll we'll do an episode on it, but it probably won't be till the week after. I don't. I can't imagine I'll get enough time with it before next Saturday or and yeah. or Sunday. Right uh but anyway Corey, do you have any nibble bits you
1: want to talk about uh i don't know i uh totally forgot that that was a segment that we do (laughs) on the show but i'll
0: oh are we are we gonna do our new segment
1: no that's (laughs) (laughs) i forgot to prep that again sure um just a little background information we didn't know if we're gonna be able to record today because i was supposed to go on a hike um but we're playing it by ear because of the weather so also probably by why will uh, isn't here because we couldn't confirm until last night at about ten thirty. so yeah
0: yeah uh, i'm gonna just look real quick and see if there's anything uh anything pressing i feel like there was one thing that i did want to talk about that i meant to write down and of course i didn't um so I-, I don't know if you heard about this but new world was causing some gpus uh during the beta to overheat and fry and it was breaking them it's it's apparently having the same issue now uh it's mostly with really high-end like rtx 3090 gpus and i believe it was specifically evga which is surprising because evga always made really really good stuff uh so it seems as though the evga rtx 3090 ftw ultra and the gigabyte rtx 3080 ti are having issues um and it's not even when you're Okay, so it says possibly due to the settings menu having an uncapped frame rate. And that's pushing those cards over the edge. So if you have one of those cards and if you are playing New World, just uh, tread carefully. Uh, I I do think that EVGA, and I don't know about Gigabyte, but I I do believe they are replacing those cards. So, yeah. Just be careful. Yeah, I think I heard that. So that's one thing the next thing i swear there was something
1: uh i'm trying to look dan but my old method of uh i can't remember the name of the subreddit i would check is it gamer news
0: oh i don't know i've never never went there i have a feedly feed where i get all my gaming news
1: um i'm sure i've talked about this before but a website i found maybe 10 years ago that i still check in with is uh gamerspost.com and it just aggregates all the gaming website news onto one page nice yeah
0: did you see bandai namco got a new logo
1: oh that's exciting it's hideous no
0: (laughs) people hate it death threats for them (laughs) i don't know i don't i'm not sure if you're gonna be able to see it it's that one it's just says bandai namco in a like pink square
1: Oh, yeah, that like retro style is pretty popular. I can't really tell the font, though. Is that like an old school font or?
0: I don't think so. It's just it's just a very uninspired logo. I have my my camera background blur on. That's why it blurred that. It only unblurs me.
1: Uh, Just checking the headlines on um, Gamer News. Over the last week, the top-rated post was that Starfield will have over 150,000 lines of dialogue. Um, And I saw somewhere that that's like twice as much as Skyrim or something like that. That's a lot. That's exciting. I'm very excited for that game. I I think uh, after playing, um, oh shoot, what was the the space game we all played? Space RPG. um outer outer worlds oh
0: outer worlds. yes yes okay yeah.
1: after playing that um fairly recently i'm really excited for a new space rpg
0: yeah outer worlds was awesome oh i know okay here's what i wanted to talk about uh free games i'm always a fan of telling people about free games amazon prime has some good ones for october uh if you're an amazon prime member you get access to all this stuff for free uh so it's uh star wars squadrons which is a good free game uh what's the other one uh, if you don't have these already alien isolation and then ghost runner so star Wars star wars squadrons activates on origin alien isolation activates on epic game store and ghost runner activates on gog gog.com so definitely do that there's also some content for new world i think it's a like a pirate outfit that i i claimed but i haven't gotten in the game yet so um as always we're big fans of free games i think the free epic games game this week is Fart. i'm not gonna remember what it is and i don't want to open my epic games client right now i can tell you yeah, just look at because it. It, I think it's a good one. It's one I already own. I know, but so I didn't claim it. I think it's I free own...
1: game every week.
0: Yep, I think um, I think I own it on Steam.
1: There's a September 30th. Has to claim Europa Universalist Four yes, for their that, digital library.
0: That is what it is. Yep. And so. that will be
1: replaced by PC Building Simulator.
0: Oh. That's cool. I do that for a living, yeah, okay. so okay. Uh, Corey, how's your week?
1: Pretty good. Um, pretty busy actually. We were looking forward to this week because it was supposed to be our first week like back to relative normalcy uh, after the summer of weddings that we attended. Um, but of course, like because we felt that way, we felt it was good to cram a bunch of other th- things into the week, which. It's kind of stupid in retrospect, but I went to actually two networking events this week. Um, not because I was really wanting to. That's not really something I like to do or, or something I'm good at. Uh, but sometimes I like to put myself out there and, and challenge myself to talk to people, even though it makes me uncomfortable and do all the small talk and rubbing elbows and, you know, seeing all the 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 local. uh Hobnobbing. Yeah, hobnobbing with the locals. (laughs) Um, But uh, the main thing that got me to both of them actually was the food that they had. Uh, The one place had a um, food truck from the barbecue place around here called Ray Brothers that Sophie and I, my my wife, we just absolutely love. So that was awesome. We got barbecue pork barbecue nachos, which they're just so good. Um, And then the next one was uh, got food from one of my favorite uh, Tex-Mex restaurants called Rio Grande. Uh, and they had all sorts of. Uh, they were almost like egg rolls, but like in taco form. I don't oh, know if you've ever
0: that seen anything sounds like, good. I'm sure
1: there's a. I'm sure there's a, a name for it. Um, but they're famous for their wet burritos, where they when they send you a burrito, it's in the tortilla, but then they top it with nacho cheese and, and some other toppings. Um, it's almost like a, a single enchilada, you know. Um, so I just coated all of my stuff in that cheese sauce, and it was it was so good. Oh my god! Uh, but I've, I've realized after doing that this week, I'm like, man, I could just try to go to a networking event every night and get free dinner every night and not yeah. ever have to cook dinner again. There you uh, go. But of course being an introvert, that would absolutely exhaust me. So
0: yeah, I'm with you. I
1: probably couldn't do it for very long, but um, yeah, I was just proud of myself for, for doing stuff like that. Um, but very appreciative of the free food. Yeah. Um, other than that, we had a little pumpkin fest yesterday and, and carved up our pumpkins and are looking forward to Halloween. And uh, that's really, oh, I did, uh, just cause I like to talk about uh, media that I'm into. I started watching Record of Ragnarok, another anime on Netflix. And it is, I was kind of hoping Will was here because I want to talk about it with him, but it is so freaking cool. Uh, after watching Castlevania on Netflix, I really got into the, uh, Western style anime. I'm sure there's a word for it, but, um, Castlevania is incredible if you haven't seen that. And then I started watching blood of Zeus, uh, which is another one that was really good. Um, but then that turned me on to like a bunch of other anime. So I'm just going through everything and uh, record of Ragnarok is another one that's really highly rated. And the setup for that is that gods are upset with, with humans um, they're like, what are we going to do with them? Let's just kill them all. And, you know, they, they don't deserve the planet Earth, yada, yada, yada. Um, and one of the demigods says, like, you guys are pathetic. Like, let's have a little fun. So they set up a tournament between gods and humans. And if the humans win the tournament, the humans can stay on Earth. If the gods win, they'll wipe them out. Uh, but the first human warrior is Lu Bu from, wow. um, I mean, Chinese uh-huh. history, but also... Uh-huh dynasty warriors for us gamer fans and i know will's a big dynasty warriors fan so i was excited to talk to him about that um but yeah i'm, I'm excited to see where that goes i just i like anime that is just over the top and presenting a, a world or a universe or whatever that is so far from reality i mean that's what's great about animation is you can do that kind of crazy sci-fi fantasy stuff um in record of ragnarok is is very much that very mythical setting and and even like the humans seem to have these superpowers when they fight uh it's it's really cool
0: yeah that is cool
1: that's pretty much it um it's kind of a kind of a simple week for me i didn't really get to to do much new stuff um eventually dan maybe we'll be able to talk about the bachelor and the bachelorette. If you get back into (laughs) either series when, when they start, but I am watching bachelor in paradise. It's uh, a guilty, guilty pleasure of mine, but
0: sure. Yeah. I only ever like kind of half watched it as I was doing something else. Yeah. Um, it was my, my my wife's thing, and then when you I found out you were interested, I, I paid a little more attention than usual.
1: It's fun to talk about. I mean, it is fun. It's it so is. stupid. I mean, the fact <laughs> that anybody is on that TV show crying, just it's just a sign of the sign of the times. But um, I mean, they do it for our viewing pleasure, so we take advantage of that. You know, Absolutely, the, the compromise we make with these people that are willing to put themselves out there. You know, good for them, but
0: yep. Yeah, Corey, I meant to tell you, I started watching uh, Star Wars Visions.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, I think I got Will <laughs> to do it, too, because he asked yeah. for my Disney Plus login. What would you think?
0: I loved it. I watched the first two episodes. Uh, yeah. I definitely liked the first one better than the second one, only because of how unique the art style was. It was yep. incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I liked the is... I liked the second one a lot, too, but the, the first one was definitely... definitely top notch
1: is rated i think either the best or the second best episode um the first and last episodes are both really really good they do that samurai style uh jedi stuff
0: yeah it was it was superb um so i'm gonna try to keep watching that i don't like watch stuff as much anymore but i definitely want to want to watch that
1: i was curious if I, i don't know if we talked about this last week but i was curious if that stuff was canon and apparently the answer I saw was it might be, which oh. to me is like, okay, so they have these stories that are not canon right now, but I guess they could decide to make them canon. I, I don't really know how that yeah,
0: works. Yeah. They'll probably me. want to test the waters and see if people yeah. like it, then there'll be canon. If people don't like it, then what, they could be like,
1: well, it's not canon. So don't worry about you it.
0: So which is characters
1: are freaking cool though. You know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. And we're back. So, I think I talked about this a little bit last week, but every now and again, my Steam Labs likes to freeze up on my laptop. I'm not sure why. I'm still working on trying to figure out why. Uh, But if we kind of cut out and just continue on for that reason, we're working on it. Uh, It doesn't seem to be cutting out, but I won't know really until after and I listen to it. But anyway, uh, continuing on with my week. So I watched Star Wars Visions uh the this week was uh you know now that my kids are back in school uh they spent the entire week being sick this week uh in in various proportions uh my son was out all week my twins missed the first half of the week my daughter missed the second half of the week the baby was sick so they all have to get covid tested too don't they they all have to get covid tested to go back to school yeah um at your expense No, no. Okay. Um, I I think I think our health insurance covers the the test for them to go back to school. That's good. Um, you can get tested at the school, but we would have to bring them in. The nurse comes out, does a COVID test, and then we wait in the car until the test is okay, and then they have to go. So it's just easier to like because we take them to CVS, (laughs) and then you know it's it's such a pain, but. Yeah, um, Uh you know, first of many times this year. You know, if we stay here for the whole school year, it's just it's such a pain in the butt.
1: A coworker of mine uh, just yesterday said like or on Thursday was like, oh, kids are going. My kids are going remote again on Friday. And I was like, oh, no, like COVID breakout. And she's like, no, they don't have bus drivers. They don't <laughs> have people that can pick up the kids.
0: There's that, too.
1: <laughs> I'm like, man, everything's falling apart.
0: Yep. So. Uh but it allowed me a little bit a little bit more game time. Uh yes, less l- a little less running around. So uh I think that's all I have for my week. Uh Giants suck.
1: Oh man. <laughs> they do suck cuz I I kind of tune in here and there especially if you guys say something in our group chat. I'm always curious, but um yeah, are they going to like are they going to win any games this season? Probably. Okay.
0: Maybe not though. They did lose to the Falcons, who I think are maybe the Falcons or the Jets are the worst team in the league. Yeah. So it could, they could very well not win a game this year.
1: That's uh, What's nice about living in New York, though, like halfway between the Giants and the Bills is I can uh, just put my Bills hat on and, yep. and act like I'm a Bills fan. Though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I've been trying to watch the Bills. I, I, I'll be interested to have Eric on uh, again yep. and, and hear, hear things from Bills fan perspective.
1: We should have asked Eric for his yearly uh, bills predictions. I guess it's not too late. I mean, I have his uh,
0: picks he, for the did, year. I feel like he gave one though, didn't he?
1: He might have. He might have given us the, I the think like was, six, the fourteen and two or whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't remember I don't what about. it was exactly, but uh, yeah. So, but hockey's starting soon. So I just hope my hockey season isn't isn't a disaster too.
1: How are you feeling about that? Dan's a Predators fan, so yeah. I don't I have no idea how they're gonna do this season.
0: I don't know. It's first year without Pecorine. Uh they traded they traded Ryan Ellis in the offseason, uh which was which which was kinda big. They traded Victor Arvidson in the off season, which was kinda big. Uh I, I don't think they were negative moves. I think it's gonna end up either being neutral or, or being a benefit to the team. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. I'm excited uh, to see what happens with the Rangers. So I see a lot of people picking them as like dark horse favorites oh, sure. just because they're uh, you know, they just, they didn't make the playoffs, um, but they had, I think they had better goal differential than one or two teams that did make the playoffs. Um, so this is just like a standings divisional issue there, but also um, a lot of those games were one goal games uh, and they just were missing a few key pieces and they could, could really challenge
0: to... They're they're poised for a breakout here pretty soon
1: yep yep i think a lot of it's going to depend on their goalie shesterkin the russian kid um, yeah see how he does but
0: because i i, I P- pittsburgh can't keep it up forever Phillies, hit no, and miss. i think aren't malkin I think...
1: and crosby both out for the beginning of the season
0: they could be they could be i mean they're they're both in their mid-30s so yeah they're um, getting up there too
1: yeah. So should be fun.
0: Yeah, uh, can't wait. Anyway, uh, what did you did you play anything, Corey, other than Eastward?
1: Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. I, I played my usuals, usual suspects. Uh, more Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I'm just kind of slowly plugging away at that. I realized after all the DLC how big of a game Mass Effect Three is. Um, And I figured rather than like just burning myself out, trying to beat it, I just take my time with it and just, you know, pretty much do everything in the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Why not? I'm probably never, well, I shouldn't say never, but probably not going to play that game again in the next 10 years or so. So I might as well get everything out of it that I can. But uh, I do, I I mentioned last week how the Citadel DLC was like just bizarre. Um, But after seeing more of it, because as you play through the game, you get more like invites from your party to spend time with them on the citadel um as part of the dlc i really started to appreciate that because uh as i mentioned last week there's no time in mass effect 3 does in the game the the uh, story of the game to stop and take a breath with your teammates you know you can do that on your own as the person playing the game but um to see your characters you know let their hair down and relax and just kind of hang out and get to know each other a little bit better more so than what you just see on the ship um it's really cool and really endears you to those characters a lot more and, and immerses uh-huh. you in that world. So, Very appreciative of that DLC. It, it was one of those things that you didn't know was missing until you had it. Um, sure. So, Good good stuff all around on, on Mass Effect 3. I've also been playing through Hades. Uh, I did finally beat one run on Hades. Um, hey, maybe nice. on like my 18th try, 18th attempt or something like that I got through, but um, I think I've done like Five or six cents, and haven't really come close so um yeah it's just a matter of figuring out what that good combination of boons are and i, I kind of want to read a guide because i'm sure somebody's put together like okay this is what you want for this boss this is what you want for this boss this is what you want for that boss um and i'm sure people are swapping the keepsakes uh, on every playthrough i don't know if you know what i'm talking about Danny, because i don't nope. know how much of 80s you've played but none um, the, actually the keep the keepsakes are items that you always have that you can level up by equipping them and playing through encounters with them uh-huh. equipped um, and that you can start a run with them so they're one of the things that's persistent from from run to run gotcha uh, and the one i have the keepsake i prefer to use is one that prevents the first five hits from boss encounters so i'm uh immune for the first five hits in boss encounters and that makes a huge difference because i don't often take damage unless i'm fighting a boss Uh um so to have those first hits free first five hits free makes a huge huge difference um i'm also rocking the spear quite a bit i like the spear uh because you can throw it and then it just stays where you throw it and then you can pull it back. And when it comes back, it also does damage. So if you really level that up, you can oh. uh, get all, all the enemies sort of corralled and then just keep firing that thing back and forth. And it does a ton of damage. Um, it's also easy for my old and slow huh. hands, dexterity, sure. agility, whatever you want to call it. Um, which speaking of that, I'll just quickly roll into rocket league because I'm still playing that. I found myself in a tournament. Uh, I did a midnight tournament the other night just cause I wasn't, I wasn't tired and, uh, ended up our teammate quit in the very first game. Cool. So it's three V three teammate quit in the first game. And I'm like, oh man, like two V three, we're not going to, we're just going to lose in the next round. This is stupid. Like just forfeit. So I tried to forfeit and my teammates like, why are you guys trying to forfeit? And, uh, the other guy just quit. And then yeah, the other guy quit. And then I tried to forfeit and he's like, why do you keep trying to forfeit? And I'm like, it wasn't me the first time the other guy was trying to quit and it's polite to forfeit if you're going to quit because you don't in the tournament, because you don't want to stick your two teammates um, to try to have to play through the tournament because it's a very time consuming thing. And if you know, you're not going to win, it's kind of pointless. So just give the other team that has all three, a chance to go and play through. Right. Um, So that's what I was trying to do. And he's like, no, we should at least try And I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Sure as shit, we made it to the finals. <laughs> uh, we won one game in the finals and lost the other two, so we didn't win in the finals. No. But just the two of us, we beat. It had to be four teams of three um, to get to the finals, and then we we won the first game in the finals and then lost the last two. But uh, it was freaking wild. We, I was so fired up because yeah. every time we hit like. But that's oops. My mic cut out again. Uh, I don't. still
0: hear me again um yeah yeah i I hear you intermittently when when that happens there you go
1: sorry um that's okay yeah my dongle is we're having all sorts of technical issues but my dongle is uh failing so my microphone keeps cutting in and out but yeah the adrenaline and everything and and yeah that element of luck it just added so much fun to that playthrough and uh (laughs) I can't believe we made it that far every time he scored like those last minute goals, or I had a crazy save. Cause that's how we did it. I mostly just played defense and I let him just go crazy on offense and chase the ball and everything, because that's all you really can do when you're two V three. Right. Um, you can't really, you can't really do that positional play i mean you can but all it takes is because you're outnumbered is it takes one smart pass from them and then you're screwed so you kind of right. just have to have somebody constantly chasing the ball putting pressure on the other team and then somebody playing safety in the back just to make sure it doesn't go in uh-huh. but yeah we did we did well that's pretty cool um that's pretty much it other than other than eastward um there's some games on my that have my eye i'm kind of wanting to do like a, a strategy a big strategy or like a sim game or something like that kind of what i'm in the mood for um yeah i'm curious about new world too so hopefully that comes out on geforce now uh because i'd like to try it apparently it's doing really well
0: yeah yeah uh that's that's what i'm gonna talk about next uh yeah we got we still have a couple months or a month until uh or does it come out this month age of empires
1: good question i think it might be november you... november
0: yeah i wondered about that too your microphone switched over again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, New World. So again, I I played, I think la- I think it was last night or maybe two nights ago. I played through the part that I already played in the beta, uh, the initial round of quests. I got myself to the first town, which I believe is called like Windsward. Uh, I kind of stopped there, but uh, I woke up really early this morning and couldn't fall back asleep. So I decided to play a little New World this morning so i you know evolved past that um figured out a little bit more about the the crafting s- system and it's i think i talked about it before but it was it's a fully 100% player run economy so uh anything that you need you have to either make yourself or buy from other players uh which i actually really like uh cuz i had some old crap in my inventory from you know the starter gear i was like i just was looking for a merchant to pawn it off on and there's there is no such thing um so i ended up salvaging it you get a little bit of money and some some stuff if you salvage you get a little bit of resources but uh like i kept needing bullets for a musket and i you have to go to the the job the uh i don't know what they call it but you know you have to go to the like market board and buy it buy them from there Uh, which i love i mean that was one of the things i loved about star wars galaxies at least the og star wars galaxies is every single thing in the game was made by players there was there was no loot whatsoever this game has some loot as quest rewards and and i think you can you get you can get random loot but uh everything else is is made by players um like i said there's no there's no merchant to buy your random stuff that you need. You know, you, you craft your food rations. Oh. If you have the stuff, you craft your ammo and weapons and all that stuff. And I I, I love that about the game. Um, I also so in the when I when I did the beta, I only did sword and shield, uh, but I branched out into different trying out different weapons. I tried out the warhammer, uh, which is cool. Makes me think a little bit of uh, Dark Souls. Uh, but I, I've settled on the, on the spear since, which which I really like. Uh, spear and musket combo. Um, and I think I talked about this again when I talked about it the beta. But one of the uh, the my favorite things about it is the active combat system, uh, where you actually have to aim and hit your your enemies. Um, so when you're attacking, you have Q and E that do your like special attacks, um, and then you have to like i said aim with your mouse so when i'm firing a musket it's you know third person shooter aiming with a musket it's not uh there's no like auto target or anything like that so it's makes the combat a little more involved than than like your standard rpg where you can you know put on auto fight and kill off mobs that way you know um and yeah, the focus on on crafting and, and resource gathering, I, I really like it. It's just a really well-made game. Like, everything runs really well. Everything makes sense. Uh, but again, I'm only, I don't know, I've probably played an hour and a half, so I haven't done a ton. I think I'm level 10 or 11. Um, but yeah, I like that it, it's only a $40 game. There's no there's no uh, monthly fees. So, you know, I, I don't plan on playing the crap out of it all at once. I'm going to like you are playing Mass Effect. I'm going to, you know, play a couple hours here and there and not go crazy and just just kind of enjoy the ride, you know. So.
1: Yeah, um sorry Dan, as you were talking, I realized That's I right. don't think my microphone is going to work again, so we're going <laughs> to have right. to use the the laptop mic for the remainder of the episode, but yeah, I'm definitely curious about the game. I I do want to try it and uh it'd be nice to sink my teeth into something like that this winter, you know. Yep
0: yeah absolutely. Um yeah I mean, do you have any questions about New World before we move on?
1: Um, yeah, and you started to talk a little bit about it, but I guess like <laughs> other than crafting and just like the usual combat grind that you go through in these types of games, is there anything else to do?
0: Yeah, so one of the big things about it, I'm glad you asked that because it's one of the big part aspects of the game is the faction stuff, so there's three separate factions in the game. I'm not going to be able to come up with the names of them. I'm not, not going to try, but it's green, yellow, and purple. Uh, and territory control is a big thing in this game. So PVP is a big aspect in this game. Um, so if you control certain areas, you get certain benefits if you are part of that faction that controls it. Uh, benefits being uh, experience boosts. Uh, there's sort of like administrative things, like you can uh, build up the forts for defense. uh You know with with your resources money um there's uh crafting like tax breaks if you're of the right faction um taxes you have to pay when you like craft stuff or when you sell stuff um which you know is 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 i don't know really cool uh yeah
1: the one thing sorry to interrupt but one thing that's (laughs) That's really cool about that is there's incentive you know to join a bigger faction which just makes sense you know from a societal standpoint yeah that's really cool
0: yeah so i i joined the purple faction today again i'm not gonna be able to come up with the name of it but um yeah like the the area i was in was a yellow area windsward was yellow at the time so i was gonna try to move over uh off to the west there was a a purple territory where i was gonna go for for the like i said the the experience bonuses the crafting bonuses the gathering bonuses uh all that stuff so and to see if i could you know help my faction maybe invade uh Invade the the area that I was at the time. So, um, yeah, there's that. uh There's a, exploration is a big part of the game. I haven't done too much of that yet. I mean, obviously, exploration only makes sense. The game's called New World. It's about finding a new world. You know, um, and a, then my
1: next question is is what's exploration like? Because I really I need that in my MMORPGs.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's been some cool sp- spots that I've seen. Uh, one of the things that I just did before i before i stopped this morning was i explored like a it was like a it's like a grave site but it was like tomb like these tombs and there was these undead things and uh i had to gather something i don't remember what it was but it was a it was a faction quest uh it just was a really well thought out cool area uh you know the we- the enemies were just like kind of zombies uh, but there's also like all sorts of uh, you know, if you're talking about like one of the things I like to do in these types of games is collect um, every there's there's pages from like journals and excerpts and 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 all that stuff maps that you have to collect from every area and it sort of unlocks the that's sort of the uh, the lore and backstory of the game which is also kind of cool uh, and you get you know your experience bonus and and all that stuff for for doing that stuff too so. Um, but I'm still like early in all the systems for the, for the game. Uh, I haven't haven't quite figured everything out yet. But it's it's a good game. I'm I'm digging it so far.
1: Last question: Is there yeah. any uh, like procedural generated dungeons or any sort of like element of of randomness like that that would be just unique to your experience in the game?
0: Not that I'm aware of. Okay, but I don't know. Again, I'm I'm super early. I've only seen a very small part of the map so far. Uh, there's also corruption in the game, so it it reminds me almost of Oblivion when like an Oblivion gate would pop up and bad bad stuff would pour out of it. There's this, sort of that, and I don't know how that interacts with the game world, but I know it's like it's it's a it's bad and it's a a drag on your economy and stuff for for your territory. Um, and you, you can get rid of it, but I haven't, I haven't gotten far enough to, to be able to do that yet. So, I'll uh, I'll be interested to see how that all pans out too. Um, but yeah, it's a surprisingly well-built game. I haven't had any issues with it. Uh, it runs well on my laptop. I get, I don't know, between other than when I'm in, when I'm in the city, it's a little slower, but I get 75 to 110 frames per second on my laptop so yeah it's good it's good stuff i'm i'm happy with my purchase so far
1: um and i just realized too is i'm sure it's on amazon luna right if i want to do this oh, try the streaming thing
0: i'm i'm not sure it might be it might be it's
1: their cloud gaming yeah, yeah and i i realized that when i said like geforce now it's like amazon has their own why would they put it on someone else's so i'll have to try it It'll yeah good a trial uh, Luna as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I did a I think a week trial or is it a month? It might be a month, maybe two weeks. I don't know. They have it. They do have a trial though. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me know. I'll let you know what server I'm on. I can't come up with the All name right. of it right now. So. Cool.
1: Um.
0: But yeah, that's everything. I don't think I played anything new other than that. Uh, it was mostly Eastward and and New World this week. Um. So uh next week's episode is likely to again be saturday morning it'll come up uh saturday or sunday morning i'll have like very early first impressions probably a metroid dread uh, but i don't want to do a metroid dread episode until the week after so uh, when i can get more time with it so we'll have a topic for next week i'm just not sure what it's going to be yet
1: we can do, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'll do it, but I could try to be Eastward and we can do Eastward spoilers the next that's,
0: week. That's not a bad idea. I I would like to finish Eastward before next week too. Yeah. Um, cause Metroid Dread is going to take over as my like switch game that I'm playing. So that's not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, that's everything. Anything else Cor, before we go? No. All right. So that'll do it for episode 496 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan.
1: I'm Corey.
0: Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.